You know, Satan rarely changes. He is the original regifter, bundling bad things in good-looking packages from generation to generation in order to keep the same mess going on. He still prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The Great Commission was given to us as believers some 2,000 years ago. But does the Great Commission have relevance today? And if so, how do we apply it to the 21st century church? On today's Gems of Grace. Satan is the original regifter. For that reason, problems rarely change. From decade to century and culturally indiscriminate, we all go through some basic things. Specific details vary, but the cores of our issues are more alike than they are different. Adolescents, confused with the transition from childhood to adulthood, push their parents' buttons regularly as they test every fiber of their patience. Loving spouses go through seasons where they can't see eye to eye on anything, and they sometimes struggle to recapture the passion they knew in more blissful times. Economies suffer, making adequate employment a rarity and bills difficult to pay. Diseases were around thousands of years ago, and they still persist today. Some of them may not run as rampant as they used to, but others have certainly replaced them. Today, I want to look at a couple of issues that are relevant to this age. There are many I could use as examples, but I want to focus on two that I feel are commonly neglected by the church and highlight the necessity in tending to them especially. HIV AIDS could be seen as today's equivalent to leprosy in Bible times based on the vast amounts of people that suffer from it and the way that church people in particular avoid the patients. Most of us are afraid to be around people with the HIV virus and are uneducated on how it can be transmitted. If you want to see how quickly you can get a Bible-toting Christian to throw away their fear-not verses, just mention HIV or AIDS. I'm not an expert on the disease or the virus that causes it. I will, however, go out on a limb and try to communicate to the Christian church and we evangelicals in particular, a message I think those who are more educated would like for us to hear. Nobody is saying go and have unprotected sex with someone with HIV or AIDS or share a drug needle with them. They're just asking us to not be a bunch of bigots. If fear wasn't enough to expose Satan's influence on how we treat HIV AIDS patients, then consider how fragile their lives are at the point of their illnesses. Here we have someone who may be dying potentially, possibly without knowing Christ. Instead of seeing the urgency in getting them to Jesus, we tend to focus on what it might look like for us to be with them or what people might think. All the while, we have dismissed helping the person in need and have forgotten the most important thing, what God will think. As usual, the way fear works is we end up scared of things that probably will not happen but we ignore the things that have a better chance of happening. The percentage of people with the HIV virus in the U.S. right now is so high that trying to avoid them is an exercise in futility. Most of us have encountered more people infected than we ever could imagine. And make no mistake, these are people we all know and have spent time around. 
As a side note, if you're listening to this and you are one of the 1.2 million people in the United States living with the HIV virus, please accept my apology on behalf of all followers of Jesus Christ. Aside from a select few, we have not done right by treating you, supporting you, and searching for a cure with you, as we should have. If we love God, then we love you, and we must do better. The second matter I want to address is illiteracy. It's another one of those things that we fail to accept as happening around us. Functional illiteracy, in short, means people's lives are operating normally to the point where others have no idea that they cannot adequately read or write. These are people who have sometimes come up with creative ways to complete high school, and some of them even have attended college. The latest data shows that only about 15% of adults living in the United States of America are able to read at a proficient level. I became bothered by illiteracy a few years back when I learned that one out of every three adults in Los Angeles County could not read well enough to interpret basic information such as street signs or cooking instructions. For me, that meant about one third of the adults where I live could not read the Bible, whether they wanted to or not. I wasn't okay with that, and I'm still not today. These are just a couple of topics I've chosen to emphasize because I feel they are some of the most ignored. The first century church responded to justice in such a way that was relevant to their culture. Let us do the same. If responding to cultural injustices was important 2,000 years ago, how much more important is it now as we draw closer and closer to the return of our Lord? It's been so good to have you today. I never take lightly your decision to listen to me share God's word. Remember, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at GE Missions. Thanks once again for Gentle Grace.